Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. This is the midweek special. This is where we talk about maybe news things that are happening around the entire country here in the United States on lumber building materials and shortages and contracting, as well as anything else out there that maybe didn't make it into last week's show and isn't going to make it into next week's show. We'll have Caroline on here in just a minute, but I wanted to kind of give an update of what I'm seeing on the lumber future prices and material shortages for the week. This is where we kind of get you up to date on that. So if you've been paying attention to the lumber future prices, they have definitely gone down about 65%, roughly, depending on what time of day you look. They were this last year at the high about 1,700 in the 1,700s, a board, uh, 1,000 board feet. And now we're down in the five and 600s. And it's being a little volatile. It is jumping between that five and 600 a board foot. So what does that mean? Well, it still means that lumber prices are going to continue to lower in our home improvement centers and our lumber yards because we have to burn through the inventory of what we've got. So we'll see that dropping down from where, you know, let's say I could get a sheet of OSB a month ago, 716th OSB, and it was about 70, the highest I saw was 77 bucks, a sheet where you know, 14 months ago, it was at, you know, it was at 15 bucks a sheet on average. So it's dropping down. So right now, you know how much is drawn? This is amazing. This tells you how much it's come down. This feels good. So we're seeing those numbers come in. So a week ago when we were talking, it was at $55 a sheet. 716's 4 by 8 OSB. In one week, it's dropped from 59 to 29.65. So we are now dropping down on our lumber prices. So we are now getting much closer to being affordable. So that's a huge deal out there. So keep an eye on that. Lumber prices are dropping like a rock in the stores, you know, and a two by four by eight is as well dropping. That's where we're starting to see that stuff drop as well. So if we look at framing lumber, you know, like a two by four, that is dropping down at my local Home Depot. Instead of it being eight bucks, we are down to, um, yeah, 447 today at my local orange store. So we have seen lumber prices in the stores drop on, drop down by about a half. So you can start thinking about that project again that you've had on hold. So make sure and get out and do your thing. I think there's more to go. 
I think we will see it drop down even more. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think we'll see it drop down by another half, but I think we could still see 20, 25% drop in materials cost in lumber building materials. So that's good for the, uh, you know, sheet goods and framing. Now, the biggest problem right now is that you're going to see out there is if you are going to hire a contractor and you want to do a kitchen remodel before the holidays, it might be too late for that. I reached out to my group of contractors here that I work with and have worked with for years in the Portland area. And those guys are telling me they are first of the year into March. So they are already booked up on that round one after the holidays. They've got deposits down. People are going. So I think that's going to be a big shortage there is trying to get projects started. Uh, you're going to have a hard time with that. So make sure you focus on if you're going to get something going, plan ahead because there is going to be a heck of a waiting list out there for you. So make sure you're doing that. And then, uh, you know, still shortages in uh, heating and cooling out there, barbecues, spas, hot tubs, paint is still big, as well as many other things going on inside of your home because we still have that shipping issue coming out of China and we still have the plastics issue coming out of Texas where they are not caught up on getting those resins out the door. So be careful out there. Don't start that project, of course, until you have it caught up with all the materials that you need on site. Otherwise, you could get caught for... A week, 10 weeks, 20 weeks without materials showing up. And there's still a massive waiting list on cabinetry out there as well. So keep an eye on that one. All right, let's check in with Caroline here on the midweek special news update. How's your week going? Oh, it's been insane. I can't even believe the stuff that's been going on. I mean, we have so much content, it's it's out of control. <laughs> we can't fit it all in. No, so we got to give our <laughs> midweek updates. You guys can... Follow our lives a little bit. Plus, you got to tune in this weekend because we're giving away that Ecobee smart thermostat with voice control as well. So we've been teasing it a little bit, but I you got to listen for that. I want the Ecobee. I mean, I, I don't have one in my home and I felt like maybe asking for one, but I felt like. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like, ah, we'll Not. give you something that's so nice that Caroline doesn't even have it yet. How about that? <laughs> that's pretty sweet. That's pretty cool. Well, you've so had a heck of a week. You too. What happened at the restaurant? Oh my gosh. So I don't like talking smack about restaurants. So I'm not going to give the name of this because I don't want to bash them. And maybe <laughs> I don't think it was a, I got a feeling this just wasn't like a bad experience. So in Portland, Oregon, here where I'm at, there's this restaurant that is known for their fresh pasta. Mm. It's all handmade. It's all local. It's, you know, all that cool, neat stuff. Yum. And so instead of going to, for Julie's birthday, instead of going to her favorite uh, Mexican restaurant up the street, she said, you know, everybody's been talking about this for years. Neither of us have gone. Let's go. Uh -oh. So we walk in and it's kind of cool. It's a lot like a mod pizza on the inside where you walk up and there's like the counter and you order and you go back to your seat with the, with the uh, number, you know, and I had a really good cider. She had a glass of wine. And it's it a liquor took, license. That's good. Yeah, I mean, it was good, but it took forever to get the food. And I'm like, well, it's handmade. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, for that kind of thing, usually, you know, like 10 minutes later, your food comes out. And it was like 25. <laughs> and I'm like, man, uh -oh. this is good. And, and Julie's like, well, they had to go out back and get the chicken eggs for the chickens. <laughs> and, you know, and I'm we yeah, laughing right. and having a good time. <laughs> so the food finally comes out. And 
Julie had this cool pasta dish. I had the pork belly mac and cheese. Pork belly mac and, and cheese? Wait, 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 wait. Pork belly mac and cheese at an Italian place? Yeah. Because <laughs> it looked good. And I went, it was a small <laughs> serving, so I wasn't super hungry because we'd been eating and brunching and everything all day. And I thought, okay, I'm just going something safe. I love pork belly. I was kind of craving the pork belly. And I'm like, oh, this will be good. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I could have probably been happier. And I think Julie would have been happier if we went to Olive Garden. And I haven't eaten at Olive Garden in years. Uh-oh. You uh, can't bash Olive Garden. They might like us. <laughs> no, I like, but here's the thing. All of our, you know exactly what you're getting at Olive Garden. And I'm not, I'm, I love small family type companies for Italian stuff. That's yeah. my thing. Not bashing Olive Garden. I just don't usually go there unless it's like a business meeting and somebody else had the choice. Yeah. Well, it's not it's just, like, it's not high end, you know, it's not anything. No, it, you know, it's, it's the Applebee's of Italian food. And there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. It's just yeah. what it is. Okay. Hey, I like their endless salad. Do they still have endless salad? Yeah, I think they do. And, uh, and you know, I, 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 like I have sat down, you know, probably seven or eight years ago, if I had to grab lunch there, I would get their like their gnocchi soup with the uh, yeah. with their Italian margarita and the salad. And it was awesome. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was great. And last night, that would have been better. The other night, <laughs> that would have been better here. I mean, I'll be honest. I would have been happier with that. And so for me to take this small bowl of mac and cheese and only eat half of it. <laughs> that's like criminal. That's criminal. Because <laughs> I'll be honest, if somebody would have put Kraft mac and cheese in there, oh, where gone. I would have mixed it up and me it would have too. been freaking gone and I would have not licked the bowl. Who leaves mac and cheese my in a bowl? No one. Like nobody no one. leaves mac and cheese in a bowl. <laughs> I walked out of the restaurant with half the bowl filled and it was a small bowl. So Oops, that I said tells a curse you. Word. I said curse word. I said, yeah. <laughs> happy to podcast. We can get away with that. But here's the thing with that. If I left half the bowl in there, you know how, what kind of pasta that was. And I was shocked. We walked out and Julie goes, not doing that again. I'm like, <laughs> yep. Julie. So I felt bad, you know, and she's, she wanted to go. So it's not like I forced her into that, but would I have Bird, rather gone birthday. to a Hispanic restaurant up the street? Absolutely. You but, owe her a new birthday dinner. Uh, our anniversary is this weekend. So we're oh. going out to a bomb steakhouse. So <laughs> nice. Very so that'll cool. be good. That'll be good. But yeah, that was kind of the craziness of that. But uh, otherwise, it was good, you know? And then the uh, Olympics are on this week. You watched something crazy happen. Yeah. So did you see the US? I, you know, I follow USC because I went to USC. And so the runner is running and all of a sudden you see him take a dive and the guy behind him take a dive and they both fall out and disqualify from the 800 meter. Yeah. And I won't say this isn't, you say dive, they ate it. I mean, they just (laughs) ate it. It wasn't like a soccer player dive where somebody gets a hangnail and they fall on the ground and, and like men's soccer where they fall on the ground and pretend like they just like severed a limb and they're rolling (laughs) around trying to get a penalty. (laughs) By the way, that's why I watch women's soccer instead of men's soccer anymore because the women can do a much better job of actually playing the game instead of crying like an eight-year-old that but it skinned was his bizarre knee. bizarre because he, they said the guy behind him actually, like they called it a trip, right? Remember we're reading about it? It says yeah. it's a trip. But in reality, they didn't trip. So what happened was as he was striding, the back of his foot came up and he hit the guy's shin, shin. behind him. Yeah. And so really the guy from behind him, I think he was running too close. Like, why is it the guy in front takes the penalty and can't compete? So the USC runner 
um, is yep. not able to compete. And the guy behind him somehow got off like on some kind of stipulation or, or a, a caveat. I just didn't get it. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, it's, it's like, that's like getting a ticket for getting rear-ended for the guy hitting you, and you yeah. got the ticket for him following too close. I have an issue with that. I feel like yeah. that shouldn't have happened. Yeah, and, it makes no and, sense to me. And uh, he, the USC runner, I'm, I, I got to mm -hmm. look up his name now because I'm told, Isaiah, I think it's uh, Isaiah Jewett. Isaiah, yeah, yeah Isaiah. Isaiah Jewett, I think, yeah. So, I mean he was so professional. He's like, look, I'm just happy to be here. And you know, it's unfortunate this happened. I don't know. I just, I didn't think it was fair. Yeah. No, it didn't seem fair to me either. And again, I, I watched the replays and it just seemed like, Hey, accidents happen and let them go. Let them get back to it. You know, they tripped, they ran into each other. Oops. Shouldn't they sucks, both get to qualify? I feel like they should both get to qualify. I just don't feel, and I'm not saying I, I wouldn't even disqualify him. I'd say, yeah, I would say, Hey guys, um, you ate it. You lost the race. Next. Both of them. You mean so both of them have to go? Not one guy. Well, gets I mean, in, the well, they. I mean, they, let them get back and start running again. But they didn't get back up and start running. So I mean, you got yeah. You, those two just took last in the race. Let it be. It's no different than when two cars get tangled up in a in an auto race. Yeah, they don't get disqualified from it. You just got you just lost. Sorry, you got <laughs> so tangled up. Accidents happen. You know? And it was like, but the one guy gets to compete. I don't get that. So the one, yeah. he gets to go back in and I don't know. I, I'm not just saying this because I'm a USC girl. I'm saying this because I felt uh -huh. it was really unfair. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I thought it was unfair too. And, and I don't care at all about USC. <laughs> <laughs> Other than you went there. So. I'm going to cry. <laughs> My Trojan family. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right, Caroline. Hey, we're running out of time. So we should wrap this thing up. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.